Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 56 of the podcast that was originally recorded on January 12th of 2015. I talked about what I'm playing for the week, and some of the games I played for the week were Pathfinder, the adventure card game, Rise of the Rune Lords. I took my wife through a scenario, and I think she kind of liked it. We played some Dice Masters. We played a pretty interesting house rule game that I talk about on the podcast, so check it out and let me know what you think of that. I played Istanbul. I also played some Kanban, which is a very, very, very heavy Euro-style game. Also played some Dragon Age Inquisition on the PC. And I also talked about a game that I want to play now, which is Mage Knight the Board Game. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi, and we are on episode 56. We are recording this on January 12th of 2015. And you can send us emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G in there. Follow us on Facebook or like our Facebook page as well. What I'm playing now, just search for that on Facebook. We have a Google Plus page, which is plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast, as well as our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Going to jump into what I played for the week. And one of the first things I played for the week a couple of days ago, I sat down with my wife and I taught her how to play some of the Pathfinder adventure card game Rise of the Rune Lords. I've actually been playing quite a bit of Skull and Shackles for organized play. I've actually been running that down at my local game store, and we've actually been having a great time with that. We actually have another couple of scenarios coming up this coming Sunday, so I am really looking forward to that. And if anybody is in the Northeast Ohio area, we actually play at Recess Games. You can actually go to clevelandpathfindersociety.com and actually look for the posting under Recess Games and actually see when we're playing. We normally start Sundays around 1 p.m. And we've been playing on the first and third Sunday right now. That may be possibly changing. So if you wanted to follow us and see what we're doing, will anything that I do for that will probably be posted on the Cleveland Pathfinder Society website, which is a nice forum where uh, we talk about a lot of the Pathfinder stuff. So the, on there we talk about a lot of the, both the role-playing game, and I've pretty much been kind of talking about the card game since that is what I am running, and hopefully we can get some more discussions on there going in regards to the card game so we can grow that a little bit more. But I sat down with my wife the other day and actually taught her how to play uh, the Pathfinder Adventure card game. We've had Rise of the Rune Lords since shortly after it came out, I believe I got it. I played it once with her, I believe, and then several times I would I did some solo games. When she sat down the other day, she did not remember playing this from well over a year ago, so I kind of went over the whole thing with her again, and she was she was a little lost and wasn't really too sure how to what to, what to take of the game. But I think after we got a couple of turns under our belt and she kind of got a good feel for it, I then kind of came up with a pretty good analogy for her that kind of really worked for her and kind of made the game game click for her as to what the game was and what it was trying to accomplish and how you're trying to play it. So her and I are huge fans of playing dungeon crawler games, both video games and board games. And after playing it for a while, I kind of just looked at her and said, I go, imagine that you're kind of playing Baldur's Gate on, you know, back in the day on like the Xbox or the PS2 or something. When we had first started dating, those were some of the early games that we used to play that I had gotten her into. And I told her, I go, kind of just imagine that this this game this this card game is kind of just like one of those video games 
but you're kind of using cards to kind of like simulate everything. All the different locations are basically different dungeons you would go to. Every time you flip over a card to explore, that's basically like walking into another room to seeing what you're going to find behind maybe a closed door or while you're walking around, you know, some general area of the game. So I think once she kind of put that that thought together with the card game, I think she kind of saw where it was coming from, and we started to have a much better time with the game. We started off just doing uh, the Perils of the Lost Coast Adventure, and the scenario that we ran was just Brigand Doom, which is basically just the first kind of scenario that you run for Rise of the Rune Lords. And we actually kind of beat the beat the game very quickly. Uh, I think on my on my first turn, which is the second turn of the game, because I I let her go first. Uh, we actually found the villain. It was pretty much at the top of this top of the deck where I was at, which kind of just completely floored me. And I was actually able to defeat him and pretty much close off a location on like the second or third turn. So I sat there and looked at her and said, "This normally does not happen, but hopefully this means that good things are in store for our characters, and these people, these characters, will be with us for a while." So I printed out some character sheets for us. I had actually put together the decks for us before we had started because I didn't want to go into the whole deck building thing with the whole building the whole deck building process with her yet i kind of wanted her to get a feel for the game first and just get a good understanding of the game and pretty much enjoy it before i even threw in hey let's sit down and try to build your deck but like kind of like i said once i kind of threw in the whole you know if you look at your little card that's like looking at your that's kind of like pausing the game when you're playing one of the video games and looking at the character stat, stat sheet i think she kind of started to see all the similarities between all the numbers because at first she sat there and kind of looked at the cards and she was just like what is all this crap and why is there so many things and why am i rolling dice here and what do all these dice mean but once i started to make some different analogies and once she got a couple of turns under her belt she was much more comfortable with the game she had a good time hopefully we can actually maybe start playing some rise of the rune lords on a weekly basis i'm going to keep my fingers crossed on that I know one of the games I got her for Christmas was one of the Walking Dead board games from Cryptozoic, so I told her that is one of the games we'll be playing this week coming up, but I don't want to talk about what I want to play now, because I guess that should be coming on later on the show, but we had a really good time, um, like I said, playing through the scenario. She's playing as Valoros, so she's playing a fighter. I was playing as Kira. I was playing as a cleric. I wasn't too sure if these characters would really kind of both being a little bit on the fighter side and having decent combat skills i wasn't too sure how they'd be for this first scenario they were they were fine i think it'll be a little more interesting once we get into some of the later scenarios and we run into different types of of monsters and different types of barriers as to whether these two will work together and kind of jive together or if maybe one of us should maybe gone like a rogue route or even gone a mage route. I've toyed around possibly maybe with changing around a couple of things, maybe switching her over to a paladin so this way we do have a healer, and then maybe switching me over to maybe like a mage who can do some more type of damage or even or even going a different type of route. But um, for right now, we're going to stick with these two characters. We'll get a couple of, uh, couple of games under our belt. We'll see how things go. And then once I think she has a better feeling for the game and is much more comfortable for for you know with it, I'll see if she really wants to switch characters or just stick with the fighter. Because she always pretty much just likes playing the fighter and kind of just likes running into a room and kind of just bashing bashing everything in. That's that's her MO and I just let her do that. So Alright, the other game I played for this past week was Dice Masters. We actually had kind of an interesting little game that went on 
that we had at our at our local game store for our organized play this past week. The setup that we did, and I think I've mentioned this in a couple of previous podcasts, we usually try to do stuff differently each week. So we normally don't just say, you know, bring in your characters or, you know, and try to limit everybody to different things. But, well, I guess you can say we do put some restrictions on there. In this week's week, the actual house rules went that we were playing, you had to bring a set of characters that were all different cost. So you had to bring basically a two, three, four, five, six, and then I think an eight and a 10 cost are pretty much, because I don't know, I think there might have been a, I think there is a seven cost character. I'm not 100% certain on that, but I brought basically um, Cyclops as my eight and then Phoenix Force as the 10. But I tried to take, um, take like four characters from AVX and four characters from Uncanny. So I had brought with me Beast Mutate 666. I brought Storm African Priestess. Punisher McRook, Namor, the Submariner, Venom, Angelo Fortunato, Magneto, Hellfire Club, Cyclops, Phoenix Force, and Phoenix Force, Force of Nature. And in a later game that night, I actually was able to successfully play Phoenix Force, Force of Nature, and I was extremely excited that I actually got to play the card, get get his die fielded, and was able to attack with him and win a game. Um, but it was just, it was after we were done with our organized play and a couple of us were just sitting around, just screwing around, just trying different teams and everything. And I was kind of just saving up all of my dice to try to just get Phoenix Force out so I could say I actually was able to field him in a game. I did not do as good as I did last week. Uh, my team with Beast in there and Storm, I was able to keep a couple of people under control. There were a couple of people that were running with Human Torch and I had some trouble keeping him in check i was able to actually get him off the board a couple of times with punisher and actually get him re-rolled with storm but it seemed like no matter how many times i knocked him out the other person was able to just roll him and get him back in the next turn so he was pretty much always on the board i was kind of hoping to get venom in there to actually get rid of a bunch of my opponent's characters and the few times i did roll venom all he did was come up energy for me. So it seemed like the dice were against me this past week. I was kind of bummed. I thought the team I had was an okay team. It was something that we had tried, and we're going to actually see what how this week's goes. This week's house rules are going to be all common characters. So you can bring common characters or characters from the starter set. So I will probably be bringing Beast Mutate 666 one more time to give him another try. Uh, I don't think we actually have any limits as far as cost goes and so we're gonna have to see what type of teams people are bringing and i haven't even really sat down to pretty much think about mine so after the podcast tonight i'm probably going to sit down and start flipping through some cards and actually get an idea of who i really want to bring this week for the all common set but playing with the two three four five six eight and ten and all the different cost characters it was kind of in, it was it was really fun we also did a limit to how many dice you can bring you can only bring two of each dice we didn't want people to basically bring serena and gabby and have four dice on each of them and not bring anybody else and pretty much just play those and we were after when some of us sat down, even though nobody actually did. I don't think anybody bought brought Serena or Gabi. We weren't too sure who was all going to be there, and if anybody would actually maybe try to pull one of them out at the last minute and sneak them in and basically just walk all over everybody. So before we had before we had all started and decided on everything, I came up with a suggestion. I said, "Why don't we limit everybody to two dice?" 
just in case if somebody does pull out a Serena or a Gabi, they're not walking all over us with four of them. So everybody seemed to agree with that, and they thought it was a good idea. But we everybody had a really good everybody had a really good time playing it, and this is I think this is keeping it fresh for us. We're actually getting a few more people playing with us nowadays. We're we're trying to get more people down there to try to expand the game a little bit. It was really also nice to see the new organized play cards that uh, we got for January. I was able to walk away with a couple of those. So tomorrow I should be able to pick up the last one I need for that. And then I also saw on the Dice Towers board game breakfast, their episode 59, under their dice game section, they actually showed the February organized play cards. And the February organized play cards, if you haven't seen them yet, are Kitty Pride on a mission. And what she does is you may spin down a friendly character with the X-Men affiliation to give Kitty Pride plus two attack and plus two defense until the end of your turn. You may use this ability anytime you could use a global ability, which sounds kind of interesting. They And she's a four-cost mask character with the X-Men affiliation. You also have Wolverine Wanted is the name of the card. He's a six-cost fist character with the X-Men affiliation. And his special ability is whenever Wolverine may attack a character with a villain affiliation in the field instead of your opponent, he may be blocked normally. And then Sentinel, Omega, which is a six cost shield villain affiliation character. And Sentinel takes two less damage from characters with the X-Men affiliation that it is engaged with. These cards both look and sound pretty cool. I'm interested in seeing them and I kind of can't wait to for these to come out in February and for the store to get these in and start collecting these all. Hopefully I will definitely have the January set collected by then and in my collection. Um, but so far, still really enjoying Dice Masters and having a great time with it. And hopefully we can get more people down to the store that are playing it. I know there's a couple other stores that are trying to actually start different Dice Master organized play leagues around the area. I may start going to a couple of those places uh, on the days that I normally don't do games and see if I can maybe meet some different players and see what's out there. So, on Thursday for board game night, some of the games I played for that, the first one I played was Istanbul. This game came out in 2014. I had heard about it quite a bit on Board Geek, and I've seen quite a people tweet about it on Twitter, sending pictures of the board game. At its core, it's basically kind of like a worker placement game. You're basically a merchant with four assistants, and you're working your way through a bazaar of about 16 locations, I think it was. And basically, the locations are different tiles that are on the on the table in front of you. Everybody starts off, and you can move your worker, worker one or two spaces, and then you can basically interact with the space you're at and basically take action or do whatever it lets you do at that particular space. But to be able to do this, you have to leave one of your assistants behind at that location. So you have a stack, you have yourself on the top of the stack, and then your four workers underneath you, and you basically just move the sound. And whenever you land on a space and want to interact with it, you basically leave a worker there, do your worker place, the next person turn, and you keep on doing this. The goal of the game is basically to collect a certain number of gems. We were playing, I think it was a five-player game. I think we had five. I can't remember if it was four or five. And I think the goal was five gems. Um, certain locations will give you goods. Others let you purchase goods. Others will let you collect all of your assistance back in one fell swoop. Um, there's a post office where you can get certain items and you shift different pieces up or down and they have 
sets different things so each time you go there you're going to be getting different items um, there's a police office I think is what it was called and from there you can basically send out one of your family members to a remote location and actually interact with the place there if you actually move on to a square that one of your opponents is on and you want to interact with it you actually have to pay them two gold so you're going around the board trying to basically just build up your resources to be able to get the gems in various ways and it was an okay game i i probably should play it one more time just to give it a, a, a give it to give it a second look there was just kind of it felt like there was just something a little bit for me i'm not too sure what it was i don't know if it was because i was concentrating on the next game so much that i was that i was that i was kind of wanting to play that i really didn't give istanbul my full you know my my full time and my full attention so i kind of would like to play it maybe one more time uh i like i said i've heard some good things about it it seems like it gets reviews um but like i said for that first time it i don't think the game was broken in any way at all the game worked great i think the pieces were good the boards look the board tiles looked really good but there there was just something missing i thought in the game that i i just didn't feel a connection to the game that i do with some of the other games so the other game attempted to play that night was Kanban. And if you're not familiar with Kanban, this is probably one of the heavier games of 2014. I can honestly probably, this is probably the heaviest game I've attempted to learn in, in from last year. Um, and it was just really confusing the first time Bria got down and attempted to actually kind of go through the game. I wasn't really familiar with the rules at all. I was kind of hoping the guy who had brought the game was that going to actually be able to teach us but we were all trying to just sit down and just learn the game and we spent several hours just getting through a couple of turns and nowhere near even being close to finish so we said let's try to revisit this in a couple of days we all kind of went home i read through the rules i read through multiple multiple various rule books being the main rule book itself a couple other guides that i found on board game geek i watched a couple of videos um rad has an excellent video on the game where he explains quite a bit of stuff and it was really helpful being able to watch that i watched one of the dice tower reviews on it which gave another quick review of the game and how some of the things worked and i kind of went in when we played again on saturday with my four different pieces of of with a whole stack of burrs um, pretty much ready to go and i was actually kind of able to teach the other two guys um that were that were playing and i had a pretty good comfortable kind of handle on the on the rules and once you get over how much stuff there is on the board the game actually isn't that bad and it's actually not that confusing so now that i've kind of talked about it for a while i guess you're asking what is kanban so kanban is basically another worker placement game it's very different from Istanbul, though, um, because unlike a lot of other games, you're basically only working with one worker, or one me, you can say, and that's basically you, that's your character. And you're basically playing the role of what I'd kind of consider maybe like a middle manager type of character in an automobile manufacturing plant. And you're trying to oversee different functions in the plant, and your job is basically to, as efficiently as possible, collect designs for cars, upgrade designs for cars get certified in the different areas of the plants um, push some cars off the assembly line 
be able to purchase those cars and put them in your garage. Besides having to do all this stuff, you have to juggle basically a parts inventory to be able to accomplish a lot of this stuff. And you also need to impress your boss, Andra, who can be in either a good or bad mood. If she's in a good mood, she's going to award people for the things that they've done. If she's in a bad mood, she's going to penalize people who basically can't meet up, meet her expectations. Both times we played the game, we were just starting off with her being in a bad mood. So we were basically starting off at a disadvantage, and when you start off at a disadvantage, you actually start off with 15 points in the game. Because during the first couple of turns, because you don't have anything under your belt and you can't prove anything to Sandra when she looks to you to see how horrible of a manager you are, she is going to take points away from you for those first couple of turns, and there's pretty much no way you're going to be able to avoid that. It's just something you're going to have to be able to suck up and just be like, it's it's pretty much unavoidable. You will lose points at the beginning of the game, but once you kind of get a few things under your belt and get and keep her happy, you're pretty much able to rack up a lot of points in this game from what it seemed like. I know we did one part of the scoring incorrectly towards the end of the game, and that's something I still need to research. I haven't had a chance to sit down and actually look it up. I'll probably be looking that up sometime this week, because I know we're going to be discussing that when I go down to the store next to the game store the next time. Um, but I think we pretty much played most of the rules correctly this time, which I was actually really happy with. The game took us a little bit longer than I think we were expecting, but we were actually playing with the owner of the store, and Saturday afternoon is usually a little slower at the store, but for some reason, it seemed like everybody was calling and everybody was coming in and just asking questions, and he was having to basically walk away every couple of minutes to be able to hear a customer. So it did slow the game down a little bit, but it didn't put a halt to the game. And we were able to sit there in between some of this downtime just to make sure. I was able to sit there and kind of just like up some rules and just make sure we were actually able, we were doing things correctly. And I think we pretty much were. So we did finish the game. I will say this is a great game, but this is a heavy game. If you aren't, if you're not a heavy Euro game style fan and that's what this is leaning towards, you may not like this game. Um, but if this is your, if you're if you're really into a lot of different strategy and having to possibly juggle a lot of different things, think several turns ahead. Try to basically fight with your opponents for trying to get to the same squares on the board. And I'm gonna put I'm actually gonna do a write up of this game on the website. So I'm not gonna spend too much more time talking about it here and go into too much more of the rules. Kind of what I said about it is just a quick overview of the game. I really haven't even gone into how pretty much the game is played. Um, but that would just take probably a whole nother podcast, which I'm not even going to try to attempt to get into right now. But if you're looking for a heavy style game, I could say Kanban is definitely at the top of my list for heavy games. And it was it was a great game. The board, when you put the board out that first time and look at it and then try to actually set the game up, give yourself a good 15 to 20 minutes to actually get this game set up the first time. You will definitely need it because there are just a lot of parts to it. So that's it for Kanban. Definitely check it out if you have a chance. Then one of the other games I played this week, I actually got back into Dragon Age Inquisition. I need to sit down a little bit with the strategy guide on this that I picked up from, I think it was Prima. And I need to kind of see what type of items I have in inventory that I should be keeping and which which stuff I should pretty much be selling. 
it seems like when I'm going out doing questing quests right now, I seem to be just filling up my bags very quickly. And I know I have a lot of excess fluff and inventory that I'm carrying around. And I'm not really too sure what I actually might be using in the next couple of levels or stuff that I should maybe just be selling and that I might that I'll just be able to pick up later on in the game. So Dragon Age Inquisition, if you have not given this game a, ch a chance or a look, I'm playing it on the PC. On the PC with my new video card, like I've said in previous podcasts, looks utterly gorgeous. I would definitely play the game either on a P4 or an Xbox One or a really good or a good PC. If you do have a really good video card, so you can just crank up the graphics. Still, probably one of the best looking games that I've played to date. And I'm, every time I go back to this game, I'm just having a good time with it. And I have a feeling a lot of the other PC games that I've been playing, probably besides Seven Days to Die, those are going to be the two games I'm going to be sinking the most time into, I think, here. Because I do want to give Dragon Age Inquisition a lot more time than I have recently. And those are the games I played this week. Uh, some of the games I want to play right now, I would say would be Mage Knight, the board game. The board game. I picked this up a couple weeks ago for Christmas. I've watched a couple of videos. I've glanced through the rules. I have not had a chance to sit down and play this. I may try to do that this upcoming weekend. Sit down and maybe do a solo game. I know my wife's really looking forward to this game, even though I told her this game is probably a little bit on the heavier side than what she's pretty much used to playing. She said... She doesn't care. We used to play Mage Knight Dungeons. She says if she can handle that, she can handle this, and I'm pretty much in agreement with her. If she can handle that, she can handle this. She was very good at Mage Knight Dungeons back in the as far as building your own team, as well as taking that team through the dungeon and pretty much killing me, which she was able to do several times. So that is going to be it for this episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send me emails at whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. You can hit up on Facebook and like our Facebook page, What I'm Playing Now. Just do a search for that on Facebook. Google Plus is plus.google.com slash the plus sign What I'm Playing Now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash What I'm Playing Now. Also, don't forget to look for us on iTunes. Give me some review on iTunes. Let me know how I'm doing and let me know what you may like to hear or possibly see or possibly read upside as I am looking to do some different things in 2015 coming up here. I've been really looking at some forums lately. I know I've mentioned that in the past quite a while ago, but I think forums are going to be something that I'm going to be adding here very shortly. Uh, probably between now and February is when forums are, are hoping to maybe get them set up. So we're also on Xbox Music, so if you're on Xbox Music, don't forget to download us there or download us on your favorite podcasting app. For now, have a good week, everybody. We'll see you later. Go play some games. Don't forget to let me know what you're playing now. We'll see you later, everybody. Bye-bye.